0: I'm Casey, and I'm Thad. That's right, Thad. We got a guest on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And now, Thad, uh, go ahead before we start. There's a gun under your oh, seat. Yeah, okay. go ahead and pick that up right there. Go oh, ahead wow. and uh, go ahead and kill a studio audience member for us. It's you, a
1: rite of initiation. Brad. Yeah, you, you mean I get to fucking kill one of your audience? Yes, members? right now. Okay, uh, just pick one. Just go ahead and. I wasn't, you know, really prepared for this, That's but okay. I'm gonna go for that guy. He's wearing a baseball cap even though he's inside and wearing sunglasses too. Okay, gotcha. Too. Yeah, uh, he's gonna get up and run yeah. away. No, okay, I got him. You I got, got him. him. Okay. <clears> oh my oh God. God. Holy, oh, God. God. Holy oh, God. 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 Wow. That's a lot of
0: blood. It is. Dang. Hey, can we get security to clean that up? Thank you. <laughs> okay. no, thank you. Oh, okay.
2: Just another day <laughs> recording a podcast. Are you okay there,
0: Thad? <laughs> Huh. That's a hell of an initiation. Yeah, I got, we we got to do it. Jacob and Natalie did it. They just we didn't air that. I mean, we
2: she... didn't even put it on because honestly, it was cold. How much they relished the murder yeah, of another. Honestly. So, yeah, you're
0: taking it pretty well. Okay. <laughs> okay, I got man, the just... whole audience. <laughs> oh, that <Yeah>. is bad. <laughs> that All right, bad.
1: I'm gonna have to shift gears a little bit, but yeah, uh, thank you, boys, for having me here on y'all's podcast today. I'm a I'm a big old fan.
0: You're a big old fan. He's a yeah. big old it's, fan. It's an honor to have you. Yeah. Oh yeah!
1: If you're if you're a big ol' fan, oh, no. name <laughs> name name one movie you've seen this last week. Oh. Um I last night I watched a uh, Monster House off Netflix. Okay, this guy's legit. Okay, <laughs> I was uh, I was high as shit off edibles uh, at my parents' place, browsing through Netflix, and I couldn't find as anything. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't find anything I wanted to watch, and. Uh, I just I just kept browsing through all this shit, and eventually I saw Monster House, and I was like, man, I haven't seen that shit since I was like seven years old. And back then, I remember not quite liking it as a kid um, because I think it probably flew over my head a little bit. But I watched it again, and honestly, it is a pretty fucking solid film. Yeah,
2: yeah, written by Dan Harmon, like yeah. that's something of note about it. Like, uh, it, I love. Monster I, House. I remember it being He's pretty Dan Harmon. <laughs> oh, he created—he created like Rick, Rick and Morty, Morty and like Community. Oh, shit, like, really? he, <laughs> <Yeah>. he's legit. <laughs> he is. I don't know. Like, I—I—I've I, always remembered Monster House being good. Although I can't say that I've ever watched it all in one sitting. I think I've watched several points of the movie airing on Cartoon Network at different <laughs> intervals yeah, of time and just collected the plot at some point there's a, there's that big plot twist about the house being a girl I know that happens That's oh yeah. For sure. yeah and they
1: they hint at it from the very beginning of the movie which I think a mark of a good film is if you can watch it again uh and it's almost a different experience uh you know knowing what happens and there's some stuff thrown in near the beginning that if you know the big twist you know which i guess spoilers for fucking monster house <laughs> <laughs> the big twist is that the monster house is possessed by the the, the ghost of the, this dude's like big old dead wife big old she <laughs> is big isn't that the plot point too? yeah she's like... like a circus freak that he takes he literally oh, yeah. like hick, like hitches this bitch up to his pickup truck and drives her
0: home <laughs> <laughs> wall oh, <my> stream
1: wall <laughs> Stream Monster House on Netflix. It's a solid seven out of ten. Wow! <laughs> yeah. I remember watching got the rating it. ready to go. I remember
0: watching. Sorry, I remember watching it at the drive-in when I was younger.
1: Is there any drive-ins around here? Or are they all gone? Uh, there's Marshall. one in Little Rock. Yeah, really. yeah. I they, know of
0: one in Marshall and Mountain View. I thought it got
1: closed mountain views maybe I remember, they probably did i remember driving back from your set seeing that like the theater had closed or some shit like that
0: oh the the one
1: in marshall's not closed no okay
0: i went there and got food the other night they're playing cry macho and
1: shang chi shang chi yeah. the latest marvel film it is
2: yeah did you yeah uh, did you guys see that by the way I'm not much what? of a Marvel. Oh,
0: I still haven't seen
2: it yet. Okay, just uh, just checking in. Uh, <laughs> just, seeing if you see if you have opinions.
1: No, what, uh, what films did y'all see this, yeah. this week? Yeah, did you did you? Watch I anything? watched
0: a couple of things. I um, went back and I rewatched. Uh, well, actually, first before I get into that, I watched Driving Miss Daisy. Oh, I've never seen it.
2: Also, haven't felt the strong urge to. You don't have to, really. <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> I don't mean, have to watch any fucking movie. That's true. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's basically the first Green Book, you know, and, uh, and uh, yeah, racism <laughs> is bad. Racism is bad, and but it's kind of it's very controversial. It's a problematic film. Either way, there's nothing special about it that it should have won an Academy Award. It's just fine. Like the best thing about it is the performances. Um, but uh, other than that, I watched, uh, I rewatched. There will be blood. And, ooh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's a fucking masterpiece. I've moved it up to five stars. There you go. I have I've not
1: seen either.
2: Ooh, oh, you you gotta see you there got will be blood. It. Yes, it's a. Oh, it's so this good. is a very good time to rewatch it too. Uh, the Licorice Pizza trailer just dropped today. Yeah, Paul so Thomas Anderson's
0: new, new film. Okay.
2: Yeah, and it's got like Philip. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's son in it, oh, and shit. he looks very similar <laughs> to <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman. It doesn't quite sound the same, but like, kind of made me emotional a little yeah, bit. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, that guy, that kid's grown up and he looks like his pa. Yeah. Um, also, Heim. Uh, do
0: you guys like that band at all? I've heard Haim. a couple of their stuff. Yeah, it's like H yeah. yeah. well, like A I M. Yeah. Well, one
2: one of the Heim sisters is making her like feature film debut. Really? As well In this movie, she's like the girl that. Um, uh Philip Seymour Hoffman's kid like wants to like impress uh, I, I didn't watch the trailer with sound on <laughs> okay. i watched a little bit of it and then someone like came up on me while i was at work and i was like oh i yeah, oh, gotcha. <laughs> that, that, that
1: feeling you described with philip seymour hoffman's son i kind of get the same feeling looking at michael gandolfini in the saints of new york trailer mm. oh yeah i was gonna burn that Did up actually because you're a big
0: sopranos fan i was I'm wondering a big if Supranos you woke up had... this morning yeah, <laughs> copyright <the> in
1: bed <laughs> What, did you, what do you think of the new trailer, though, for the Many Saints of New York? It looks good. I think, you know, it's still directed by David Chase, which, you know, he, he's made six seasons of good shit. So mm-hmm. I think this yeah. film's... I, I'm pretty confident this film's going to be at least good, if not, you know, may, maybe, maybe as good as the original series. Um, Could It be. just has to be very detail-focused, because there is a lot of bits of dialogue throughout The Sopranos that hints towards the past. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you would really have lore. to keep, up. yeah. You don't yeah. want to mess up the lore, which is weird to describe with the soprano, <laughs> right? Yeah. Genuine lore. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I
0: just, I've only watched the first episode uh, the other day because I was going to get into
1: it because it is some good shit. Yeah, yeah it's I, I will good say shit. Um, there is definitely like a tonal shift after season three. Oh, um, is actually it like it good? Almost feels like every season has a tonal shift. It almost like it's. Like, the audience is kind of like a, a frog being boiled in water, you know? <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, it definitely, like, um, eases you in to all of the fucked shit that happens. Gotcha. Season 3 is where they throw a bunch of really fucked things at you and I don't okay. want to spoil anything yeah please don't not, not only for the excited yeah not only for the you know the audience watching right now they're <laughs> yeah, still cleaning they're up still that <laughs> dude's fucking brains oh man yeah that Keep process takes a I've while been, I've been trying not to look at that this whole time <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh but no Sopranos is some hey, it never gets easier by the way uh, no. I, I hope I don't have to do it again <laughs> no I just one uh, surely not okay thank god and I'm you know I'm not gonna get in trouble
0: no man. no of nah, course man. not okay yeah it's fine
1: so it's fine. I, I i've like dropped out in like
2: season two of the sopranos like i i, I just was kind of feeling a little bit bored with like you know there's not a lot happening event wise def- but something i've always admired about the show is that like character dialogue yeah. like always comes first you know and there's a lot of like i think my favorite episode uh happens in season one where he's just like i won't spoil the the stuff that happens in it but he's driving his daughter to college and yes, like that's that, a very important episode yeah but there's like stuff happening with his wife at home that's really cool to watch yeah. too even though like not a lot of gangster violence way fucking cool like character mm-hmm. moments and like oh,
1: dialogue and everything like i will say the first maybe like season season and a half sopranos is definitely a lot more character driven than plot driven But once you're kind of familiar with uh, the main cast of characters, it's almost like the plot just kind of happens naturally. It doesn't feel like, okay, let's put all these characters in this situation. It's almost like this series of events happens because of these characters interacting with each other. Yeah, Yeah, that's always the best and it just keeps snowballing it's like every decision made by every character is like a different drop of water hitting the same pool and the plot happens when those ripples collide you know damn yeah yeah That's a I, to I like your metaphor for that. it yeah
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> well uh
2: isaac what'd you watch this weekend oh i watched i watched some cool stuff uh I did not rewatch any more Ramy Spider Man because there is no more. There is no. I mean, more. I, I, exactly. I don't even know what the what the leaked script of four is supposed to be like. I just yeah. know like the Vulture the was show up there, or something. You know? I don't know. Um, crap. Why am I blanking on what I watched? Well, what's coming to my head right now is: Have you guys heard of that show, uh, Squid Game? Yes.
0: I'm watching it right
2: now. Okay. I hoped you would bring it up because me and Donna binged it last night. Not okay. all the way through, but. I'm not I'm not fully through in fact I'm not even that far. I watched fully the first episode yesterday, loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to watch the second one before I went to bed and I kind of I kind of fell asleep in the middle not because it's boring, I was right. just tired. Yeah. But like I'm hooked. Like I yeah. I can't get enough of it. I think it's so cool it Korean is. drama um so you finished it or Not, No, we're dead? on episode
0: five right now, and there's okay. nine episodes.
1: But yeah, I'm on episode five. Have you started watching it yet? Funny thing is, I know what y'all are talking about because uh, it was one of those things recommended to me while I was watching or browsing Netflix before I decided on Monster House. And I'm one of those people <laughs> nice. that's like, I can't watch multiple series at the same time. Oh, I'll I'm get doing that. my Sopranos rewatch now, and I kind of want to get that finished before I start any right. show. So I do it. I do want to watch it. It looks interesting. It, yeah, um, it's pretty great, it and I, it, it does look promising.
0: Yeah, I would. I think you would like it. The, I love the production uh, design on the whole show. It's very colorful and like kiddish because they're playing like kids games. Yeah, uh, it's a really cool costume and production design. Um, the only thing I'm not liking about it is some of the acting is is a little bit a little bit overboard but really? for the most part i think the main the main cast of characters is really solid yeah
2: i i like that f- for a story that doesn't feel i mean like we've done yeah, battle royale we've done right, hunger games right. we've done like this kind of genre before Circle, yeah. so what what was pleasing to me is that like even like in the second episode there are still some beats that i would not expect to happen like right. I, I don't want to give anything away but like you know, do you do you remember in the second episode yes. they, they like yes. take things and, and, it, like, it did, wow. and you're like what what the fuck Whoa, yeah. they, they can do that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that was cool to like yeah. watch that happen and be like, Oh my gosh, I guess you can still have some surprises in the battle royale like genre, genre you know. Yeah. yeah. Like I,
1: I've really I've really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um So Casey, how do you judge a performance that's performed in another language? <laughs> I mean,
0: okay, well, you got me there. If, okay. they, if they, Well, if they're hamming it up, you they can tell no do, yeah. matter what. I'm not, like, I'm not trying to be contrarian. No, I'm not. Well, like he said, Like, there's a couple characters in the show. It's just very, and it might be that, you know, that language barrier that I'm not, since I can't actually understand the emphasis on the words. I'm just reading it. It feels like they're overacting a lot. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. It
1: sounds interesting. I do want to check it out. You definitely should. But. Yeah,
2: um, and the other the, the only other thing of note that I watched this week was Malignant. Have you guys mm. like heard mm. anything about it? Or, or watched, I, I heard, watched it last
1: night. I heard the gore in it was good.
2: It is but, okay. It's definitely um, give it some time. Go in blind if you can. I didn't go yeah. in fully blind, but um, I still knew that it was going to lead to something fun um, because it's very like by the numbers, like James Wan up until a certain point, and yeah. then. It takes off, and it's campy, and it's fun, and it's, yeah. like, I don't know, I had a great time watching it. I did
0: too, it, it's I did thing. too. It's, it really is, like, it's a lot of camp,
1: so it's like... I like camp.
2: Yeah,
0: you're like, uh, it, it, it could be construed, as I can see how some people might think it's bad, but I really liked, you know, kind of what it was paying homage to, um, with, I saw some hints of, like, the Giallo, the, I'm gonna butcher this name, but Giallo films that are, like, an Italian slasher mm. slash horror type that was popular in the 70s. Um, and I saw some references in there and also, you know, it just, it kind of goes from being like, you know, this kind of horror film to like a, a big slasher, uh, with like paranormal, I don't know what, I don't know how to describe it. It's just a conglomeration of just really fun shit. Yeah. But you could just label it as a, a th- horror mystery and it's really great. I had uh, a... Fucking phenomenal time with it. I was just smiling ear to ear throughout most of it. I mean, yeah, it's
2: great. It's, it's like fun. Anything that seems like it might just be legitimately bad, you can write off because like the whole thing is kind of going for a little bit bad. You know, yeah, I yeah. don't know, tongue in cheek, tongue. It, it, well,
1: it's. I like, would almost it's not say... like
2: tongue in cheek. Really, it's just like it's. It seems like it has to be designed around being kind of like cheesy, cheesy. You yeah, know, yeah. like. Hokey, it, 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 look, and there's some lines that really are oh, super yeah. fucking
0: funny. <laughs> I know I can do all of the mind tricks you can now, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Some really, some really hokey dialogue, uh, but it's hammed up. Like you can definitely tell it's
1: on purpose. You can yeah. tell they're having fun. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just James like, Wan. The,
0: James fun
2: Wan does not get handed this movie, and like do this shit and like it's just embarrassingly bad like you know like it, it has to have been with intention yeah. and if it's not I'll still watch it anyway like yeah, no it's, it's still great
0: it still has enough like fun like yeah. there's a I mean it's the most I think I use the same word in my Letterboxd reviews you it's like bonkers, bonkers. Yeah. it's the most bonkers plot twist ever and it's so fucking cool i love it i so love it so
1: what are some films that we like that we enjoy but uh, might be construed as a bad film, and that we accept that some people might think mm. it's a bad film. There's a lot. The, the The first one that comes to my
2: head is Vampire's Kiss with Nicolas Cage, because this is a movie that has like a lot of clips circulated online. It's actually the meme. You may know it. Um, it's a very old meme though, where he's going like. This a little bit, and it's like, oh, really? That's from yes! that movie? <laughs> and it, and I mean, to the credit of everyone who thinks it's bad, it, it is pretty fucking funny. <laughs> but, like, it's a satire. It's going for that, and it's it's just letting Nicolas Cage run wild with it because his character is ridiculous, and it's the circumstances around it. Like, it's just... The, it's funny. It's a funny fucking movie yeah. and I get why people think it's bad. And if you watch his performance out of context on YouTube, it is ridiculous. He has lines like, "I never misfile anything. Not one time. Not once. A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V X Y Z. I know my alphabet." What
0: the fuck? I'll definitely watch it. Check it out. check out that check out
2: that damn. Look like a fucking canyon. peaks and valleys
1: baby
0: i don't i can't think of any movies like right off the top of my head i know there's definitely some but what
1: comes to your mind um i've probably you've probably heard me gasm about this film before and it's it's genuinely like my favorite movie too it's a rock and rule oh yeah i have you told me about it i geek out about this fucking movie get ready i got it and um it's it's uh, this '80s animated film from Canada. It was originally going to be a sequel to Heavy Metal. Oh. Before they're just like, "Fuck it, let's do something. Let's do our own thing." Okay. And it has it has a bunch of it has some really good music in it, like from Earth, Wind and Fire, Iggy Pop. Wow. Um, I forget her name, but she's the lead singer of the Blondies. Hmm. Um. What's another one? Fuck. Cheap Trick. Oh, Cheap Trick's in yeah, there. okay Cheap Trick. Who the fuck else? There's another one that I'm missing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's such a, again, it's a bonkers fucking movie. Oh, Lou movie. Reed, like, Velvet yeah, Underground's Reed. in there? Oh yeah, my god. Lou, Lou Reed's in it too, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, great music. The movie itself is really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, it starts with, like, text describing that this takes place after, like, I guess World War Three <laughs> Um. Okay. That every human has died, and <laughs> the... And what's taking their place is, like, street animals that have evolved to take their place. Like oh, my God. Rats and dogs and cats and shit. Oh, my God. I'm and, looking um, at the poster. It's so... The, the movie... <laughs> it's bizarre. The movie follows a, the guy at the top of the poster you see there. His name's Mock. He's the villain. He's dead ass. To me, he's, like... I feel like he's almost the main character. Because he's honestly the best character in the film. Mm. Okay. Um, he's a rock star... And he's uh, kind of like past his prime. People have, He's noticed that people have kind of stopped listening to him a little bit. So to take revenge, he wants to summon a demon from an alternate dimension okay. to wipe out the rest of the world in one last performance. And the only way he can summon this demon is through a song. But whoever sings this song must have the perfect voice. Okay. Oh, and that's where I'm our protagonist is. I just <laughs> did that too. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I will say it might be construed as a bad film because there are genuine problems with it like for one none of the protagonists are really likable especially our main yeah. guy Omar I actually kind of hate him he's okay. a really bad protagonist um, it's kind of awkward with its pacing and there's just genuine moments that again are just they feel kind of awkward like mm-hmm. some of the lines that are read off uh, from it's really just a problem with our main characters like our main group of uh, of the good guys, that's uninteresting. Yeah, the villain is the best part of the fucking movie. Okay, he is so he is so interesting because he's like he just hands it up. He's just deliciously evil for the sake of it, you know. He doesn't have like a deep backstory. He's literally just incredibly vain, and that's his. That's why he's evil. And he's almost like he's so he was so popular that he has like almost like power and he's called like mock the magic man because he has uh i don't know he he uh he doesn't really have magic powers but he tries to like give off the impression that he does through his technology or some shit it's a really bonkers film okay um, i'm definitely gonna watch it the animation is there sometimes other times <laughs> yeah. it's, but it it's pretty ambitious though for when it came out like um there's a lot there is some like adult stuff in there like they go to a club and you see everything like drugs ass titties whatever oh man want. okay Jesus. and um but this film ate fucking shit when it came out <laughs> it bet. fucking bombed because <clears throat> before it was released like it changed hands a lot from studio mm-hmm. to studio oh, that always and got some guy in whatever studio it ended up in their hands they're like we want to release this film, but we don't give a shit about it, so we're not going to do any sort of advertising for it and just drop it in theaters for one yeah, weekend. Yeah, gotcha. And from then on, it's been a really it's it's still a really obscure and hard to find film. Luckily, you can find versions of it on YouTube, but you got to have the right version. Okay. Because there's one version of it where they uh, they there's some footage missing. Okay. There's some footage missing. There's uh a, they cut out some of the. Uh, the adult dialogue because there's characters Mm -hmm. that swear but they also replace the voice of the main character omar I'm, okay, that's weird. Very weird. <laughs> maybe they're trying to do a re-edit for children,
0: maybe. Yeah, uh, because
1: what you know what caught or uh, how it caught a lot of people's attention was when it was aired on television. You know. Oh, okay. Kid, yeah, that know, would make sense. S- you know, stupid fucking kids in the '80s would watch television. <laughs> <Yeah! and> catch... <laughs> Those stupid kids watching yeah, TV. <laughs> our parents, yeah, um, would end, <laughs> <laughs> end up watching that shit, and um, but it would never. It's I don't think it's ever had a physical release. okay. And the edit that you can find on YouTube that has, like, the missing missing footage and dialogue and shit, it's almost like a Frankenstein edit made by fans because there's parts where the quality jumps from, like, good to kind of dog shit because the only footage that exists is from, like, old VHS recordings, you know? Okay. So... We should go on a
0: mission and fucking find this movie and then re... Uh, Like, do a a remaster, remaster? yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I would love
1: for a remaster of Rock and Roll to be released on Blu ray or some shit. Never gonna fucking happen, (laughs) but I'm gonna uh, start a petition. I, it's one of those films that I love, but I can imagine showing it to someone and then not liking it because it's really fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, Um, and you know, some of the music, uh, it's really good, but I feel like you kind of got to know. Uh, or at least be a fond of like 80s or just classic that's rock right. in general if someone's not uh, probably gotcha. not a lot there for them I will almost describe this movie as like a series of really fucking cool animated music videos <laughs> there <together you> go. <laughs> with a batshit yeah. insane plot and I, that's all the <laughs> 80s were
2: yeah I, I love it so much nice you, your love for that movie made me think of something that I saw that I kind of hated um, do, have you guys seen Star Wars Visions yet? yeah no. Okay. I
0: watched the first four episodes I don't have Disney plus <laughs> uh, you, you don't
2: need it you don't yeah you don't yeah. need Disney plus but um they there it's like an anthology like animated series so like the first episode is like really fantastic it's really spectacular yeah, yeah, I, I and then like... the second episode is <laughs> immediately dog shit. yeah
1: yeah the second episode is not there. Yeah, I, I, so I'm getting the vibe it's kind of like Star Wars version of what if? He kind it, of?
2: Kind of, but no, it's it's more like focused on the fact that it's like Japanese animation studios like oh, produced shit, these really? and they had yeah. full creative freedom. So, th- I mean, that means like we'll get a lot of very stunning like <laughs> visuals that we wouldn't get from like American animators, but it also means that in like the second episode we will focus on... Uh, people who want to form a band on Tatooine and like yeah, yeah. it's very convoluted like it doesn't have enough time to like grow the funny thing is though that every episode has like famous people in it regardless of its quality like yeah the first episode has like Lucy Liu playing this like evil like Sith like it's awesome okay. like it, that episode I think yeah is worth I saw, episode. It I really saw good. a gif
1: from that show of uh, I guess people are shooting at some dark robed character, and they have like a lightsaber umbrella, and they spin it. And yeah, yeah, both, yeah. Jump yeah into that shit is awesome. People is were so mad cool. about that, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> it's just fun. It's, it's like cool." Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars has been the same for fucking eight hundred years. Let <laughs> yeah. it let it expand and be creative a little bit, because I think now is the time for it to get really you know, creative and uh, interesting with it because I feel the reason why these Disney movies have kind of sucked ass is because they stick way too close to home, play it way too yeah. safe mm-hmm. to a frustrating point where it's just not only rehashing old storylines, but just rehashing Shit that's been done before, even if it doesn't make any sense, like, hey, Emperor Palpatine's been alive this whole time making clones, and one of them fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Last
2: Jedi did not take the biggest fucking bullet in franchise history to try and do something original, just to get shit on (laughs) right now, by
1: the way. yeah, I, I, you know, I've kind of denounced myself from Star Wars, like, I was obsessed with it as a kid, but, like, I've kind of distanced myself from it, because not only have the new movies kind of sucked, but uh, I just don't like what it stands for these days you know it's like kinda yeah it's, it's, cor- it's corporate art corporate media and it's like it's it almost feels like a company trying to do everything it can to like appeal to a, you know appeal to this fan base which you know is yeah. probably the biggest fucking fan base for anything that exists right that's, now that's yeah. true that's true
2: and so, I mean, you can't appeal to a fan base that size yeah. because it's, like, half the globe. And if we could get half the globe to agree to do, like, anything, like, we could probably yeah. have uh, negotiated, like, world peace. Like, stop global warming. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't know. Visions, though, it's cool uh did you make it all the way through have you watched all the episodes
2: i've watched five of them and then uh i had to go home i was tired uh right. but the, the the fifth one was also really really good yeah. did you see that no one? i haven't
0: i haven't finished the fourth one yet oh okay there, i would give them a shot if you can get access to a disney
1: plus account
0: there's always pirate bay there yeah, is always pirate there's bay. always pirate bay we are a strong uh, supporter.
1: remember film students there is always Pirate <laughs> bay. That yeah that's very true Um, Harmony Korean says, please use Pirate Bay. (laughs) Yeah, the the way y'all are describing this, it kind of reminds me of this uh, Halo thing. On Netflix, I don't know how much y'all are into Halo. Oh, and is like, that
2: like they they made like a couple like anime movies about like the flood? It's right? like
1: it's it was like an anthology of different anime studios doing like little Halo okay. stories. Some of them uh, are really good. Some of them are kind of dog shit. It's just like
2: any anthology. Um, yeah. you come to find out, yeah, like, they're not yeah. all gonna be. The there words.
1: was one about like I guess it. I can't even remember the plot it was about the the elites or some shit like, oh, okay like, yeah. doing some you know elite deep halo lore shit on their home yeah <laughs> really fucking stupid but uh it looked like absolute ass because they went with this really really bad art style of making it look everything looked like this weird mosaic like almost watercolor painting but it's animated in cg and it's... you. Yeah, it looked like dog shit. You could not tell what was happening. If there was nothing moving, it's like, okay, this looks all right. But then something would move and it throws everything off. And I literally had to skip past it because not only was the story boring, but I couldn't fucking tell what was actually <laughs> happening on the screen. Yeah. Not because it was too dark. There was just too much fucking color. Yeah. It's, it was such a weird experience because it's like, I'm... You know, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching, but I know that it's supposed to be Halo. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, they never
2: give
0: Halo media enough budgets besides the games.
2: Well, aren't they making, yeah. like, an Amazon show now? No, I don't know. Uh, the They're talks of a, uh,
1: a, Halo a Halo movie, movie or yeah. TV show have been around for Peter live.
2: Jackson was attached for yes. a really long time. I was hyped and for that then. shit, and then it never happened. Well, yeah. now I think it's, like, Neil Blomkamp <laughs> wants to, like, make... Blomkamp? Blomkamp? Blomkamp. Blomkamp. He did District 9.
0: Oh, fuck, I love that movie Chappie yeah. Chappie
1: yeah. you know beloved hit Chappie
2: yeah
0: <laughs> beloved,
1: beloved called classic people were caught. people were caught fucking in the theaters during Chappie <laughs> <laughs> Neil can't you bastard uh, I do I do love me some District 9 though that's exactly yeah, they're making looking, a they're like, sequel like, finally, yeah. is yeah. it District 10 or is it I District? think
2: they well I think they are gonna call it District 10 or something yeah
1: that's <laughs> that kind of funny. That was the rumor back in the day. Though. I mean, what yeah. else would you call it? District Nine Two. That's like a Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <No>. I would <laughs> nine no. and a half. <laughs> yeah.
2: I would personally love if film franchises just you know went ahead and went down the Final Fantasy route of making yeah. sequels. Like oh, when yeah. they want to make a sequel to one of the sequels. Actually, Fast and Furious is doing that. There's going to be Ten and Ten Two. What the fuck? What? Yeah,
1: Ten. I haven't kept a I've never watched a a Fast and Furious I almost said Final Fast I've never watched a Fast and Furious movie either although Final
2: Fast should be what they call it (laughs) and they should fully go into the religious overtones that that title has yes Dominic should die on the cross
0: (laughs) he has a final meal with his family Let me tell
2: you, family's the the most important thing, but one of you is is a traitor. (laughs) One of you will betray me for two pieces of silver. A silver Dodge Ram.
1: (laughs) Wait, even better, the cross is made out of cars. Like like, Yeah, like welded mufflers and shit. No, 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 he's on a big, uh, he's on on like a big Dodge logo or some shit.
2: I'm thinking, okay, you've seen like Evangelion, right? I've seen twelve episodes of it. Oh man, never mind.
0: Fuck. Yeah, this, I I mean, do this. this Evangelion fan right here, brother.
2: I know. Well, we were talking about we were talking about some anime shit before you got here. At yeah. that, and I actually recorded a mini podcast before <laughs> Casey and I. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Got the before mini podcast. Casey going? was very late. Yeah, Sorry. It no, he it's okay. That I fuck was an on idiot. Time. I know.
0: I know. It's You're late dad. to your own fucking podcast. <laughs> I know. What does that say about me?
2: And unfortunately, I mean, he was cutting out of our time budget today, which means this episode's at an end. So sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. No, we're, no we're, We actually, um, Simi, have a topic? Uh yeah. We, you both are, uh, are, are young filmmakers, uh, yeah. and you've been in film school. Sorry, I don't want to, like, out your location. Doctors. whatever. <laughs> Doctors. Yeah. Doctors. You, 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 both been to the same film program, and, um, I I, it might be interesting to talk about your experiences, yeah. at, you know, out there making shit. Uh, I, you know, I've talked to Casey about this before when he's made short films, uh, like after you made Crypsis mm-hmm. we talked a little bit. But, Dad, uh, what has your experience been like? Have you been up to anything making short films?
1: Yeah, actually, um, even though I've been taking like this past year off from, uh, you know, going to film school, uh, because of COVID and that bullshit mm-hmm. and just, you know, poisonal stuff. Um, I spent that time kind of pursuing my own little passion project. Um, I was going to have... I pitched this film for my Film Production 3 class so that we can make it in Film Production 4, but unfortunately it wasn't picked. But it was it was a concept I believed in so much that I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take like a year off so I can plan and get this thing filmed. And I have. It's not done yet, but... I worked on it. Yeah, Casey Whoa, was on it. Yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, yeah, it was like a short little horror film. And honestly, I feel like I learned a lot more by doing it than going to class about it. Yeah, know? that's definitely what I feel has been the main takeaway from film school is that you just got to do it. You really do. <clears throat> um, you know, you don't have to have a degree to go into the film industry. It certainly helps. But I feel if you really want to really learn how mm-hmm. to do it, um, just go out and do it. But I also think that film school provides a lot of the basics that you need to know. So say if you're someone who has never made like film or anything mm-hmm. like that before or don't, you know hasn't really researched the topic that much right. but know you want to make it. I think film school really helps you know with the basics because I don't think I would have um, I, I really don't think I would have gotten as far if I had no fucking clue where to even begin right on making a film. Um, it does. It does help you learn the basics, but as far as uh, just really learning how to do it, learning how to do it on your own, and making like I guess creating your own style, I guess that's really just something you have to do. But yeah, um, film school won't teach you how to make projects feel like
0: your own. Like if you think about some of the greats, you know Martin Scorsese, Paul PTA, fucking Christopher Nolan. They have a certain style and aesthetic that. Probably film school didn't teach them, you know. Yeah. It's, it's brought up about their own way, and that, that's really what you gotta—you gotta find your own style. You gotta find your own way of doing things. You know what kind of projects you do. So that's what I would say to do it.
2: I don't really make movies, but like I, I, I've noticed that like going out and watching films mm-hmm. from like directors <clears throat> that all have like different voices, it, it it seems like a very educational way to like be self-taught. Like I, I watched this movie Lahine this year. And there was this shot of, like, a car in that movie. And I, I don't think I had ever seen, up to that point, a car, like, seen filmed that way. Yeah. And it was so cool. And I think that's the thing is, like, as you watch more films, as you watch more directors, mm-hmm. like, you pick up on, you know, yeah. the, those different techniques, those little tricks that you wouldn't have thought of otherwise. Or it just inspires you mm-hmm. to make anyway. I mean, do you guys feel that, you know, just watching shit on your own is, like...
0: Uh,
1: definitely beneficial yeah that's that's definitely a good way to like uh get started you know with your interest in film and uh it you know like you said it's a good way to pick up on styles or how a film should work how it should flow Mm -hmm. um i think you know almost as important as watching you know classic pieces of cinema i think it's also beneficial to watch bad movies Mm -hmm. yeah definitely talk about why they were bad or what didn't work And mm-hmm. so that you can also learn from that. You know, film film uh, is hard to make, but making a good film is even fucking harder. Yes. It's um, the
0: hardest thing in the world to make yeah, a good film.
1: It's it's so weird because we live in literally the easiest time to make yeah. film with all this technology. But that shit's still hard. Yeah, right? exactly. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is
0: bullshit. Like, you, like, just thinking, I've made... I think I've made like – I've done – I've been on – like directing my own films like I just got through with my sixth time I believe making a film and it's still – I was like bro, I have done this six motherfucking times on – and this is not even my biggest project and this shit is still infuriating because it's just – it's just hard and I don't know how to explain it until you actually do it when you get on set and you you start See. everybody's wanting to talk to you, you got actors to work with you got to make sure you know your your frame, you're working with your DP you're working with your
1: ad and, and everything. it's really really hard. <laughs> I think the best thing you can do, I haven't had as much experience as you Casey. Um, I think I've only directed three things. this third one being probably, the one I'm attached to the most because the other stuff's just been for school, you right. know? And, uh, this is the first time where it's, it hasn't felt like homework. Mm-hmm. And I think the best thing you can do for, uh, your film project is have, uh, give yourself as much time for like pre-production as you need. Oh God. Yeah. So that you can That's go, key. you can go, you can look at it at any angle and know, uh, any potential problem that could arise from your set way before it ever yep. happens, so that you have an answer for it. Um I have been on some sets where that sort of forethought was not applied at all. No, yeah. And the more the more that prep you can do for it the the better uh, your filming experience will go. I can't tell you about the film itself. Right, because the way the film turns out, you know, no matter how prepared you might be, you know, it's still there still could be something wrong with it, you know. No one sets out to make a bad film, you know. That's so true. Yeah. Nobody. Uh, so I would say at least for ease of mind while while filming it, the best thing you can do is give yourself as much prep time as necessary because filming for my for my short project was what, four days? I think we took four days, yeah. yeah. But one of a couple of them were really short days though. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are really short, but it was about four days. But I had given myself I think about like six to eight months of prep. Yeah. For just those four days of shooting. Which, if I ever want to make a feature, Jesus Christ. Yeah, right? It's it's a lot of prep. It is so much prep. Making a movie sounds like such a fun idea until you fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's very true. But it's also worth it because it also feels like... I don't know, I may sound like elitist, but I do think film's, like, the the best art form. I do too. That's, I mean, that's why I love it so much. I think it's the ultimate art form. And it's like, this is really the only way I could ever translate thoughts and visuals in my head into an experience that other people can watch and feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And as frustrating as, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um... I can't think of it right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> as As infuriating as it as detail oriented as it is, mm-hmm. it's entirely worth it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. You also just have fun doing it. Like I, I've also, you know, we we mentioned that it can be kind of infuriating sometimes to be on set, but if you're on like a good set and everyone's flowing with it, you know. Oh yeah, people's personality yeah. vibes and stuff. It's it's honestly a good time because you do feel like you're you know you're actually contributing to something meaningful like you're you you know it's like you're here you're making some shit you know yeah, you're, you're going not. out there and fucking taking a bite out of it you know yeah and it's it's a feeling like none other and my my little short film is far from being completed yet uh, my goal was just to get it filmed by this mm-hmm. year and that's you know I've met my goal uh, my goal is to get it you know released by next year mm-hmm. so um definitely give yourself time for this sort of thing oh yeah definitely don't be like me and just
0: immediately jump in i i i uh, fucking finished filming last week and i've already got a rough cut done i gave myself no time at all i i haven't even fucking touched I, my footage <laughs> yet. yeah that's probably no. good because you can come back to it but i meditate just meditate on it yeah i i can't meditate on it. it it scratch it like it scratches an itch for me to start putting it together and I've, seeing I've like, felt well i've felt that itch, itch too you know yeah
1: i have felt that it's just like man i really need to I really need to get this, you know, done and out of the way. But at the same time, it's like, why? You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Thad's shitty little film was least <laughs> released in a week. <laughs> right. But, you know, I don't know. Um, so, uh, that, like, that that's an aspect, though, Of that's
2: weird about filmmaking to me, uh, at this level anyway, is that you're making shit... Fully with the knowledge that not a lot of people are going to watch it. Like, it's yeah. probably not going to be in a theater. It's probably mm-hmm. not going to find a wider audience outside of, like, your, like, college friends maybe on YouTube at this film. point. Yeah. yeah, like, what yeah. what's the main thing that drives you to keep making movies then if it's, you know, like, I, I'm not saying that maybe you should only be oriented around getting big. But it, it right. must be nice to think, like, oh, what if this had, like, more of an audience, Yeah. You know?
0: Uh, for me I always think it'd be nice but I I do it because I think about that often I'm like man nobody's going to see this outside of like YouTube or the film festivals I submit it to but I think it's just for me the fact that if I show it to somebody and it elicits you know some kind of like emotions like with Cheeses and Chili you know with a twist I got to watch a lot of my friends and family kind of like oogle, you know and kind of like oh shit and just the reactions out of something that I made you know, normally we're reacting to fucking Marvel movies on the screen, and everybody's screaming, and or like anything you react to, and people are like, "Oh, if I can just have, you know, people do that and have those same emotions, then it's like fulfilling for me." Uh, and also, if it's just like I have stories in my head that I'm burning to tell, so it's just as long as I make it and somebody watches it, that's enough for me right now, at least. Of course, I want to get big. Of course, I want my movies in the theater, but with short films, especially being in. You know, a state like Arkansas It's, it's you know, you really got to Rely and, and have uh, Faith in uh, uh, Being excited that people are even Just watching something that you made That's for me, that's, that's what it is,
1: what drives me Yeah, um, I honestly can't fucking believe you just doxed us again saying oh hey, sorry yeah. Yeah. i mean ohio yeah people in the audience you did not he, fucking he listed like cities of driving by name <laughs> <laughs> like, True. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have yeah we're, i'm gonna get like a fucking
2: brick through my window now <laughs> Have you not listened to the show before? He ends every episode with his full address. <laughs> yeah. If you have any
1: complaints or letters you'd like to send in, send it, send it to a... one two three North Holiday yeah. Drive. But, uh, but... Uh, going on your question of why I, you know, why even make film if you know you, not a lot of people are going to view it, I kind of think about David Lynch making a head. Oh yeah. Here's this dude spending. Uh, I think he lived in uh, Philadelphia. And this really shitty uh, apartment. And he spent like, what, six to eight years Seven, making Seven, I yeah. think, yeah, exactly. He was making some shit that fucking no one, to him, no one was going <laughs> to yeah. see this shit. And it was the weirdest thing, you know, that at the time anyone... It's still, Eraserhead yeah. is still one of the weirdest things you could ever watch. But right. this dude believed in this vision so hard that he put aside everything and put all of his faith into something that... You know, to him at the time, probably no one was going to watch, you know, that turned out to be the opposite case, because that's what inevitably... It's like a staple in cinema history. That inevitably launched him, but... um, I mean, it just takes
2: one person. Like, that's what happened for him, is like, one guy really liked that movie, started showing it at midnight to, like, people, right? uh,
1: Yeah, I think it was... Who the fuck was it? He made made Spaceballs. Oh, Mel Mel, Mel, Brooks. Mel Brooks. Yeah, I think Mel Brooks f- saw it in like a you know at like a late night showing in a random like local theater, and he saw it and fucking loved it. And I think that's honest. I think that's how David Lynch got to wow. start. It's what I heard.
2: I almost said that movie earlier for like movies that you like, but other people might think is bad. Like even though it's David Lynch and he's very well established, and obviously that movie is now like yeah. Criterion
1: Collection. Like, oh, yeah. I feel
2: like the average person you show it
1: them they might be like what the fuck if i show that on a first date i am not getting that <laughs> yeah no definitely ain't no head like a racer head <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Wait, if
2: you don't want any head, I mean you can just erase
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Some really bad head. I'm gonna tweet shit? I'm gonna tweet at David Lynch with this clip. <laughs> He's like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. But um no, I think I think that's what drives me to to make Uh, films at this level because you know it's a vision it's something i've put myself into and whether or not anyone will ever watch it i'm making it because it's it's important to me yeah it's it's, uh you know it it's it's literally my thoughts being put on a screen um it's kind of like you know painting a picture only to hang it up in your own room you know yeah true it's it's something that you can look back and say i made this yeah and you know uh I I would love to have an audience. I would love to have my, you know, like, just like you said, have my shit blow up. But I'm not going to get an audience or I'm never going to blow up if I don't make anything. That's true. That's true. Uh, Even though this, you know, my film probably won't be noticed that much at all. Um, But who's to say that, you know, 10 15 years from now i'm doing this shit and you know i make one that does catch people's attention exactly but i you still have to make those first steps yep yeah. i
0: agree somebody somebody once, i think it's a famous director once said you have to make films uh for you yeah. you have to make them because you like them you can't do it when you first start out at least you cannot
1: make films for any other reason except for yourself and that you want to do it and i think that discourages a lot of uh you know, film students our age because uh, a lot of us are tempted by what we see, uh, how we measure success in, uh, online. Instant, you know? instant gratification. Yeah, we look at these YouTubers like, man, this guy's making fucking dog shit and he's mm-hmm. like making millions of views. I yeah. bet if I put effort towards this little film, I could relate, release it and people will fucking love it and I'll get a million views and, you know, make money. Right. And that never happens. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I mean, who's to say it could never happen? But, you know, most of the time you'll you know make a little short film put it on youtube and in 10 years you'll have 20 views you know yeah and uh it you know it's certainly a little disheartening but i don't think that should deter anyone from making a film or any kind of art you know i agree i agree
2: i would just say though i want to go on record if you're thinking about becoming a, a small time stop motion director just stop just don't <laughs> pursue that <laughs> don't do it (laughs) that
1: shit's too hard (laughs) I did that shit I did that shit with my 3DS and little lego (laughs) I would make like little lego cities and (laughs) tanks and shit and have it fight my like king kong and dinosaur toys Yeah. yeah, it's still on my 3DS maybe if I drop it one day It'll, it'll blow the fuck up. Nice. I've got
2: on our, like, 2000s, th- well, like, the camera's from the 90s, but, like, we used it a lot in the 2000s. I've got these really shitty Lego stop-motion videos, too. I guess everyone at some point. Oh, yeah. I, I like, definitely dabbled in it yeah. as well, yeah.
1: Every every, uh, every white male who has had an interest in film has their Lego stop-motion. <laughs> that's too. true. That's true. Yeah. Well, boys,
0: let's take a quick break, because I got to piss. Okay. Right. I got to pee, too. Play. Yeah. E. Cue uh, the Cue the music.
2: Hey, we're back. We are hey, back. We're back. So, I mean, obviously, when you guys are talking about filmmaking, like, you're making stuff that you think is, like, semi-good, um, you know, and you have a vision, at the very least, <laughs> uh, and you, and you want to... I mean, I'm just saying, like, yeah. you, you're thinking that it's good, right. but I have definitely been on a set before where it was everyone else
1: <laughs> knew
2: it was very, very bad. Um, this is always the best. Yes. So I, I, I bet Casey used to watch this movie and make fun of me before we were friends. <laughs> no, um, I didn't. But I, I was in a movie uh, one time, and the, I, I'll just say like it, it's kind of like. I, I, <laughs> It was like a neckbeard Odyssey was
0: like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. that, that was
2: the that was the plot of the movie. But like I'll I'll just say like it's a very jarring thing to be on a film set because so much work is yeah. always being done and like even if it is like terrible right. like it it still requires so much time yeah. and so much work and dedication and like Honestly, I think that's the number one thing about film I noticed is, like, you all show up to that screening even if you didn't believe in the second of it yeah. because you worked your ass off. You were it, fucking yeah, there. Whatever the fuck yeah, exactly. that was. Um, so I wanted to know, like, I, as directors, I mean, there's even more shit that can go wrong. And you know even more about what is going wrong when you're on another set. Uh, what, what are some of your, like, horror stories of, like, being on a, on a film set, you know?
1: Um, probably the worst set I've ever been on was uh, for a mutual classmate of, my, of ours. It was called, um, I was a deadass about to call it Everything Holy, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> my film? No, that was a good set to be on. I loved it. Um, what the fuck was the name of it? I was, uh, I was acting in it, and I played the antagonist, and um, it was really bad. It was really, really fucking bad. Even just reading the script, I was like, this is shit. I'm going to be in it, though. (laughs) And, like, I wanted to help with a lot of things. Like, you know, tell her, you know, give her hints and, like, uh, you know, uh, help with the script and setting it up and stuff. Like, even some of the sound and, like, camera stuff. There's stuff I kind of wanted to just, you know, be like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, but, like... (laughs) the best i could do for that uh film was give a good performance or at least you know what i thought was my best performance and even even just kind of being amongst the weeds i could see just oh, oh this is shit the script was really fucking stupid um it's about this college student who is being pressured by a fraternity member my character to have sex to have sex, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's be- a sex. It's a. It's not a, with, not with me. Not with it? my character. But she's like, you need to fuck, or you're, <laughs> or you are not going to be welcomed into our fraternity. But the main character is like, ah, uh, if I fuck, will God love me? <laughs> That's dead ass the plot. Originally, the originally the the moral the conundrum was uh, the character was gay. They were gay and my character was still trying to pressure them to fuck their friend who was a woman and they were and they still had this uh i guess sort of uh, a moral battle i guess with their faith you know can i be gay and god still right. love me can you know and shit like that and that was in the original <laughs> script and for whatever reason she changed it at the very end for him to just be a virgin okay. and i'm just like wouldn't being a virgin be more christ-like than being gay being yeah gay like there's literally a line in that film We're where originally yeah. <laughs> um originally there is a line where the character says, like, Well God love me if I'm gay uh, gay ish. <laughs> was it wasn't a PSA or yeah. something it's like <laughs> well, God love me if I'm gay or gay ish or something like that. But she changed it. She changed the line, but switched gay with virgin, so it didn't fucking work. It's like, well, God love you, my I'm a virgin. Well, virgin-ish. It's like, <laughs> what's virgin-ish, motherfucker? <laughs> Wait. You have either nutted or you've not.
2: <laughs> Dead
1: ass, Virgin-ish. Virgin-ish. <laughs> That's the name of a fucking TV, series, like, comedy series. Uh, yeah, it's like I mean, comedy. it's a yeah. spin-off of Blackish, probably. Yeah, you know, yeah. Virgin-ish. It's like, oh, I'm a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Great concept. Let's roll with okay. yeah. that. Yeah. It's, well... it's called Mind Over Movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. that, I'll have you know,
2: that's a long-running series. So if you're trying to get in on this concept, uh, being a virgin for 41 episodes now <laughs> has been our goal.
1: <laughs> he's deep Every, in his virgin arc.
2: Yeah. But no, a, no, why do you think no. I was in a neckbeard movie? I mean, come <laughs>
0: <you're not. laughs> <Neck beard laughs> You have to relate
1: to the material somehow. You this is literally se- fucking me. <laughs> you cannot have sex from the reading this script till filming on. <laughs> Thank you Kanye. That's that's how Walking Phoenix would have gotten in that role. <laughs> you... He just uh, abstains from it he got the role Dude, of he Joker. didn't have sex until after Joker rapist. I mean, that's he, the first fucking second they rap. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, the okay. fuck were we talking about? <laughs> Although I was virginity. Yeah. Wore... <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about bad film sets. Yeah. Yeah. So, even the script didn't make fucking sense. We filmed it from, like, midnight till nine in the morning. What oh, the Yes. Fuck?
2: That sounds miserable. Yes,
1: horrible. Yes, it was miserable. I was so... I was exhausted when I showed up. <laughs> and, I, and everyone was, too. And, um the reason why we filmed it that way was because the last scenes take place at night and she wanted to film those first which is such a bad idea to film like your climax at the very beginning because it's like you you need to get the like you don't have to film it in order but it would help to you know film it yeah yeah To, you know, film it in, I don't know, somewhat chronological sequence. Yeah. Yeah, Or
2: actors don't know what the fuck they're feeling. Exactly. You know, like.
1: Our literal first shot was me having this argument with the main character. And it's like, I haven't, I still haven't really gotten into this character at all. Yeah. Like, you want to, you know, when you first start shooting, that's when you find all the problems of set. Right. You want to have those problems ironed out way before you get to your most important part. Yeah. You want you want to schedule that part maybe even last. Mm-hmm. Because that's by, by the time, you know, all of the problems have, with set have been figured out. Uh everyone had you know the actors have gotten into their character, everyone's gotten into the groove. Mm-hmm. People know what to expect and people can give it their best mm-hmm. when we've put when we've saved the 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 climax towards end of shoot. But no, she put it at the very fucking beginning and we literally worked our way backwards. Oh my god. Everyone was, and this was also during peak COVID, so we had to follow COVID rules. Everyone was wearing masks. None of the characters on screen could be within six feet of each other, which (sighs) I get why it's there, but it's really fucking stupid because it's just, it fucks up everything. Yeah. You know, when you want to shoot something. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was really bad. Uh, Everyone was not having a good time. It's not like people were pissed at each other. It's just, you could tell... Everyone was super fucking tired. Yeah, and nobody just, really wanted to be there. No, nobody that's... wanted to be. I remember like driving to that set, being pissed that I had <laughs> agreed to be in it. I was like, "Fucking bullshit!"
0: <laughs> I that's for me. That's the worst thing. Is like the energy on set. Um, I I have a similar story where the script was really bad, um, and this was shot in Little Rock. I agreed to be a character in it. I this is what I was acting in. Um, as well. So we've, we've all got our acting stories out of the way. Um, this, this, this story, this little film, um, resides in a universe that already exists.
1: Oh, shit. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I played a character that's very well known. And uh, when I got to that set, um, there, maybe there was ten actors... Ten characters there, right? Jesus, and maybe five crew members. Jesus fucking Christ! And the director and the cinematographer at some points were both acting in it as well. So, yeah, it was um,
1: (laughs) fucking mess.
0: (laughs) It was a mess. Yeah, that we've there's a lot of experiences you know that we've had or that me I've I've worked on some sets. Not just the ones that I've acted in. For the most part, have been pretty good. I acted in one of our friend uh, Connor Holmes. He did a thing. Oh, yeah. uh, he did a short film that I really just liked. name dropped him. So well, I mean, he. I mean, we're speaking highly of it. I, I oh, love
2: Does Connor. he listen
1: to this? Uh, I don't Sometimes. know. Sometimes, He he. Will.
2: One time, saw me in Target and said, "Hey, good podcast. <laughs> really well done." I was like, "Really? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I was like, "Wow." Yeah.
0: I, love, I love Connor. He he did a really really uh, funny little film called Roommates that I was in, and it was uh, no. it was really, Roommates, and they were Roommates. I worked on multiple films with. With this one guy in college, and they're all
2: bad, and they're
0: all like
2: <laughs> black and white. Yes, <laughs> and like, yes, I think yes that, you know. I think that's the ultimate student film choice, right there. It's like, and white. what do film in color or black? and white (laughs) if it's gonna be
1: black and white there needs to be a reason for it to be in black and white I hate it when students will shoot literally fucking anything and put it in black and white so maybe this will be artistic (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah I mean was there a reason that that specific film should have been in black and white no none of them none of of, them actually not a one no
2: I think uh, I think the one your girlfriend's in is is uh, is pretty good in black and white. Dance. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's actually. That okay. one's actually yeah. These like and that's what I'm pissed about is like when the <laughs> when it was when, the, you. when the <laughs> franchise shifted to me. He's <laughs> 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 trying to put out the
1: stinker. <laughs> He really fucked that one up. I know. <laughs> um, I think I watch. I think I know who you're talking about because I think I watched one where it's it's in black and white, but the whole film is just about this sad artist fuck who lives in a dorm. That's uh, me. <laughs> 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 who wears a fedora and draws his
2: friends. The next I don't wear the fedora. The woman that... I, okay, so hold on. <laughs> the plot of the movie is that... <laughs> there's Maybe there's someone's girlfriend fedora. and I want to get with her because she looks so hot in that damn fedora. Yes, she so was I lure her to my dorm to draw <laughs> pictures of her in her fedora and it's gonna really and it going to really get her goose going.
1: Really <laughs> get her goose
2: going. Get her goose going. And then by, the end, of, <laughs> by, the, <laughs> by the end of the movie <laughs> I I <laughs> There's such a violent act of PDA. And <laughs> I say, fuck it. <laughs> and I'm, just like, I'm not gonna tap that. <laughs> well, and then there oh. was okay. What was funny about being on set though is that yeah, we're filming in a dorm and there's like <laughs> argument scenes, but we did not in any way account for that. Like at seven a.m. in the morning, uh, that you have one of your actors screaming curse words.
1: Like at someone, and
2: everyone seemed pretty okay about it. A couple of people I came hate, out in the hall to see what was going I,
1: on. I hate I hate student films that are shot in dorms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I understand that it's probably hard to find locations, but every time I see a student film like shot in a dorm everyone's like, ah, oh, bum, I'm, I'm already <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I already clocked out. I'm checked out.
2: But um, in this situation, though, like no one like interfered. Like people saw the cameras and they were like fine. But then there was one person who started playing music really loudly. Oh, and no. they were just down the hallway, and, like, you could definitely hear it in the takes. And so uh, the director of the movie was like, I'm going to go talk to him.
1: <laughs> I know <love> the <this> story! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> and he like,
2: knocks on the door. And he's... I'll, I'll say this about the director. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> very meek.
1: You know, yeah. very meek. Very, I, like, I know we were just being loud, but can you not? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um,
2: but he was like, could you uh, turn down the music, <laughs> actually? And she was like, I don't know, I'm out here uh, trying to sleep at 7 a.m. and you're out here fucking yelling and fucking going <laughs> a fight scene, fucking. Uh, da, da, da. It goes off on him completely. And it's like, so anyway, I'm going to play my fucking music if you're all going to be fucking yelling in here. <laughs> And the hilarious part is That scene is That fight scene Which we fought so hard To get in the movie Not in it at all Oh
1: god damn Not That's in it That's the worst Was this for uh, Was this an assignment Or was he just doing this cause... I think this was for Like a, a film was. class yeah, yeah See with film class shit um, all, Everything I've ever like done Like every film I've ever done done for film classes I've never put that much of my own passion towards because inevitably it's homework and sometimes you just have to take a lot of sacrifices with it for the sake of turning it in. Yeah. Um some people take it very seriously, Thad. Me. Yeah. (laughs) I mean I did too, like I was like I was all over my shit, you know. I was like, man, this is gonna be so good and then it fucking sucked. (laughs) It was the one that I DP'd for, right? Yeah. Uh, it was mainly because of Uh, mainly cuz it's i fucked it up in editing i think if i did another edit of it i think it could be all right but i thing is i don't want to yeah, because it's yeah. done you know right um, started
0: out as an assignment to go back
1: would be it would be really stupid i would <clears throat> rather just refilm it but it's an idea i've already explored and i don't want to do it again you know yeah, and it yeah. was honestly kind of a half-baked idea in the first place but what the fuck was i even talking about <laughs> <laughs> don't know Film. film. <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah. film. <laughs> this is yeah. the film podcast it was just <laughs> Um, one of the best things about going to film school is the people you meet, like you two find people, but you also Thank meet you. some huge fucking weirdos. <laughs> and I feel true. like that's half, the, half of the reason to go is to meet mm-hmm. some of these weirdos. And Connections, not all, yeah. Not all weirdos are bad. Right. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. But there are some bad weirdos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, for sure. We'll share one. Um, he goes by the nickname of Dinkles. First thing to note about Dinkles is that I've never seen his right hand because it's always in a red dinosaur puppet like he's he will be casually <laughs> casually be walking around with this red dinosaur puppet on his hand. He'll be sitting with it in class. He'll have it like he'll put it in your fucking face yeah. and make the mouth move. <laughs> Talk to you like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like okay, Holy Dinkle's shit. fuck off. But um other times when he's in class, you know, we have this professor um who's, you know, he's he's one of the professors you you want to you want to impress. You want this guy to like you because uh, his classes, you know, are, are informative classes, but kind of hard. And um, you you want this dude's respect. And one of the one of this guy's rules is no eating during my class. <laughs> what is this What does Dinkles do? But every fucking day, bring in a styrofoam tray with three hamburgers and a mess of fries. And the thing is, oh that God. class was like at four p.m. Dinner hadn't started yet. Lunch was like. Yeah, several hours ago. So this guy had been holding on to these burgers and fries in his fucking backpack for four hours only to bust it out during class. <laughs> so I'm sitting behind this dude smelling these nasty, stale fucking burgers. And he's just noshing on them. But the, but the, the coup de gras of this whole experience is... Um, he pulls out. He pulls out a massive fucking bottle of ketchup from his bag, <laughs> <laughs> and he has it there every day. Like part of this guy's school supplies is like a fucking like two liter of ketchup. <laughs> Sounds and, like him. Yeah, and I'm just like, goddamn kid. I don't uh, know. We, we have some good
0: experiences
1: though. Uh, going to our yeah our college. Um, I'll, uh, I'll pose this as a question for everybody. Um, is it worth it? Yeah, I was about to look at you, but you didn't go to film school. I didn't, uh, no, sir.
2: <clears throat> uh, but I'm sure, I'm sure You're it's a film fun. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think it's worth it. I'm about to go back for my master's, actually, so I can teach. I need oh. to finish my
1: fucking bachelor's degree, but <laughs> ultimately, I I do think film is film school is worth it. It's a yes, but it's a soft yes. Yeah, because a lot of the shit you could genuinely learn on your own and do on your own. But at the same time, it does look good to have that degree and it also does really help you get started. Yeah. You know, it's if if film, if making film is painting, then film school is giving you the the easel and paintbrush. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a good analogy for it.
0: I've thought about
2: my answer a little bit more. I I think I can pretty firmly say like don't go to school for psychology. It is a <laughs> it is a talking point <laughs> at best. <laughs> if you have a bachelor's degree in psychology, no one who is a potential hire will ever bring it up.
1: <laughs> can I get fries with that? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time it ever came up for me was like I was interviewing for a dialysis clinic and they're like, "Oh, and we see you got a bachelor's in psychology. You must be pretty good at talking to people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> that's so me. What did you? You minored in theater, right? I did. He's I a did. theater boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: nice. That's also. Well, I mean, that's also another fun thing that you could bring up at you know on like a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like ah yes, I have this uh, background that actually did. Funnily enough, my theater training finally paid off because. You know when I apply for jobs like I have my major and my minor listed and and this job actually paid attention to the fact that my minor was a theater class and so you know I I I, I um I'm actually doing a little bit of acting oh, and yeah. and uh therapy right gotcha. now which is yeah, pretty awesome. cool yeah
0: guys this has been an enlightening
1: episode it has thank you guys so much for having me here no i've problem. had such a good time and we had uh, a good time yeah. hopefully maybe maybe just you know maybe we can do this let's, again. let's do it again yeah i you know, mean
2: we're load that gun up bad boy <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you said i only had to do that once uh, <laughs> that's how we razz them. yeah, uh, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 uh, like a good haze <laughs>
0: guys uh thank you for listening to this episode um and uh let us know if you go to film school yeah remember to like comment and subscribe (laughs) yeah all that good stuff smash that smash that mf and like button Mm -hmm. got anything else to add no got anything else to add no
1: all right, well, let's close out to the ALF theme song. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't know how it. yeah, it's,
1: it's piano music, and he goes like da 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 da
2: da da da